this brave young suitor sharing in my triumph. Flattering child, you shall know me. See why in shadow I hide. I am your angel of music. Come to be angel of music. Who's that voice? Who is that in there? The Phantom of the Opera. Joe Schumacher, 2004. Musical film. Uh, what a great, <laughs> underappreciated gem. Like, yes. I've never seen this before. And thank you for our, our listener who suggested the movie. This is her birthday wish. We're glad to grant you this wish today. <laughs> Happy birthday to Why are you, allowed Nicole. To you can all I'm, sing. It's fine. It's I'm just going to say in a normal way thank you so much for the request it was really really lovely to have one and i hope you had a fantastic well we hope you had a fantastic birthday nicole so thank you so much appreciate it it. thanks for suggesting such a good movie too yes a banger joe schumacher a a banger hits it again batman forever now uh the phantom of the opera uh so this is our second musical if you guys don't remember you guys remember our first musical we covered uh I don't think you were uh, appearing on the yeah. podcast. Tony? I don't know. I can't think of it. <laughs> it's Labyrinth with David Bowie. That's not a musical. Is, I was going to say. Is that a musical? That is a musical. No, that's like saying The Lion King's a musical. That's a musical as well. You say that's a musical? I think that technically is a musical. I'm, I'm going to give that a musical stamp of All approval. Right. But no, so there's, cool. a not there's multiple a singing scenes. Multiple singing scenes. Oh, but only by Bowie, the, like a musician. Yeah, but the minute at the, the start, she's singing. Anyway. Nah, I wouldn't say it's a musical. This is a no. true musical, uh, especially no, trying to watch this. What? Wrong. It's okay. not a musical, mate. This is an opera. Sorry to say. It's a it's musical. No, 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 It's no, an no. operatic musical. It, it doesn't have It doesn't have the same musical magic you want. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Well, that, that kind of leads me to my question. Like, how do you guys feel about musicals? Like, do you enjoy them I usually? Love them. I love them. I love musicals. The they do transport you, but I feel like this one is trying. I oh don't know. I feel like there must have been a lot of studio notes. Like be like more like Moulin incorrect, Rouge. incorrect. No, 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 no. You don't think? Wrong. No, no. I feel like this the, one, the pacing and editing is very. That's the problem. This mo- the start of it. That is the very start. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely got um, Moulin Rouge vibes, but this movie here is definitely to the T of the actual musicals performance because it's not like space like a film it's not like cut down like the musicals could be no. tired like they don't really play with the filmmaking aspects of it. it's just very much like a like they actually filmed an ar musical which they could have yeah. used the yeah. film, good filmmaking techniques i've got multiple notes I, we can talk about later it's kind of refreshing it's just a true musical yeah 100 percent. it is refreshing that's why i liked it as well because it's not do like you, do, you, do you like other musicals though like are you a fan yeah. of other musicals Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> my favorite musical is probably yeah Moulin Rouge, just because I love this their take on it. Like all the it was, that's the thing, Disney pretty much primes you to like musicals because that's mm. all they are, like Aladdin. What? 
I, I think I've seen all the best musicals in cinema. Like, there's nothing just, that list a few for me, Jordan. I'll tell you if I've seen it and if I like it. Well, I don't really like musicals myself. I guess the only other musical I really, really like is Grease. But it's like nostalgic for me. It's not because I like it because it's a musical. A great musical. So you're not a fan of musicals? No, like that's the thing. When I saw that, like Nicole had suggested this one, I was a bit like, eh, because I'm usually pretty sus on musicals because, I don't know, like something about how the music is like weaved in with acting just makes <laughs> no, it this seem is, uh, cringy. Yeah, this, is, this is totally cringy. There's not, just seen too much yeah, dialogue. But I, I kind of couldn't put my finger on why I thought it was cringy for the longest time. And it's because, like, of that stupid, like, transition from talking to singing. Like, I saw this TikTok that's super, super specific. And, TikTok like, brains. It's, it's about, like, when they're talking and, yeah, they have that transition. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, but I can't be in love. You're my biological nephew. And it's just, like, <laughs> like so cringy. Because yeah, no one would do cringe. that in real life. And so I don't think it gives me the ick. But this was just something else. Like, seriously, this has kind of changed. It has changed my whole perspective. I do want to watch more musicals now, but it just was making me scared at the start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to watch more. <laughs> well, Tony, give me your top three musicals, Tony. Oh, Moulin Rouge, uh, Grease, and maybe this one. I really, I really did enjoy this movie. You really? I'm not going to put any Disney, I'm not gonna put any Disney cartoons on the list. So not like... Cheating. What about Chicago? That's a like a banger. I think that Chicago, mate. This shit's all over Chicago. To be honest. I like uh, Richard Gere. And who turned that? Yeah, Hugh Jackman turned down Richard Gere's role. Do you guys know yeah, that? That's crazy. Yeah, Billy Flynn. Yeah, um, and he's like, no. Well, Chicago what? got lucky. It got released what a year after Moulin Rouge. I reckon if the Phantom was released in two thousand two, it would probably get all the accolades. That was Chicago it Moulin Rouge two thousand one? Oh no, two thousand two. You're right. 2001 was Moulin Rouge. 2002 was Chicago. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Well, the yeah, thing is, I, I, like, I think Moulin Rouge greenlit a lot of music, like studio musicals. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a financial and critical success, too. I think it got a couple of nominations. Okay. But yeah, Ch- Chicago got all the Oscars. Like, I think it got six Oscars. Yeah, because it's like- Which is insane. Didn't deserve it. This movie had way better production value than fucking Chicago. I don't know. Chicago is Chicago uses their format better than this does, like the actual- more movie. creative. Yeah, yeah, like the transitions and stuff, like how it's flashy, the dance numbers are way better, like the lipsticks, duh, 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 pop, stick. Yeah, you guys know the song. Um, but you guys didn't mention Little Shop of Horrors with Steve Martin's performance as a dentist. That's like Oh, one that's one things. I want to see because it just sounds creepy. Seymour. Like It sounds cute, charming. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. Um, and the Rocky, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is another Tim Curry <laughs> Must be. like he's anything good about Tim Curry. Uh, also, Susan Sarandon's like body in that is awesome too. But uh, um, so let's talk about the film of the opera. What knowledge do you guys have of this movie prior to watching it? What do you guys think the whole movie was about? I thought it was some creepy dude in a like in a dungeon, like <laughs> creeping over some some girl, which I was dude, pretty close. This is what I wrote. I wrote, I thought just some creeper who lives down the stairs. Watching musicals. <laughs> so it's very close. To me, and you had the very same type of uh, thoughts about it prior to watching it. What about you, Jordan? This is going to sound like I'm a really bad friend, but it's actually um, one of, like, it's my best friend's, like, it's one of her favorite movies. She's a big it's musical like- fan. 
Um, I knew the songs. Like, I didn't realize how well I kind of knew the songs until I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, I've heard this, like, at Kayla's house. Um, Jesus. But I didn't, I literally didn't know too much about the actual plot other than, yeah, it's like some creepy dude with a scarred face that lives in a theater, sings songs. that's the thing. Out of 10, how creepy is this guy? (laughs) Nah, because, like, I literally was, nah, I was thinking, like, this guy's hot. I was like, where have I seen this guy before? (laughs) And then realized that it's Gerard Butler. Yeah. And I was like, hold up. (laughs) His actions, like, or what he does is, out of 10, how creepy is he? It's not creepy. He's just a fucking incel. Like, he's actually an incel. Four Four out of 10? A four. Yeah, four. I think he's that creepy. Oh, he's sort of creepy to Christine. He's like, just watch. Can you guys please use a number scale I'm using? Bit obsessed. Uh, Um, I'd say he's a five. Actually, Uh, yeah, I'm reviewing it because, like, when, um, like, you know, she literally thought that. Uh, he was the voice of her dead dad, and then he starts filling her up, like after talking to her since she was a child. What the fuck, yes. man? Like, like, actually, if he, if he looked like Danny DeVito, I'll give him a ten out of ten on the creepy scale. Yeah, that's really? true. Maybe we're giving him too much credit because it's Gerard Butler. It's that old adage where the hotter you are, the the creepier things you can get away with. Yeah. So he definitely hits that to a T. But he does kidnap her at one point as well. Like, yeah, so that's it's true. pretty bad. I'm going to say like a good crimes. seven. And he's a but murderer. The thing is, like, <laughs> he's, a, yeah, he's, he's an extremist. He's, he loves the, the opera so much. Yeah, he, He's willing to kill for it. Um, Was that actually Gerald Butler's real singing voice too? Yes. Because yeah. I feel which like... awesome. Because I know for a fact, definitely Emma Rosen, which is, plays Christine, she's like my biggest crush at the moment. She's like truly, truly triple threat. Singing. Dude. I acting, was like beautiful. watching and I was like, who the fuck is she? Who is this girl? I've seen her before. Who is this girl? And it took Shameless. me forever to realize she's from Shameless. Mystic River. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh River. yeah, that other one. <laughs> but do you, uh, are you jealous of it? I think Crystal's a bit jealous. But I was like, like fawning over her. I was like, Crystal, look at this. I showed her like a cone. I think because maybe you're drooling over her <laughs> and watching TikToks about yeah, her. Yeah, you just got no, a no, slack like jaw when you like her. watch the thing. I was just like, look how Maybe good she's why. singing. She's like, oh, she's a bit cringe, like the way she's singing so high. But no, she's very, yeah. very talented. Patrick Wilson, well, very good singer too, surprisingly. Yeah, well, our, our movie's three leads. Emily Rosen can sing 9 out of 10, but her acting's like 6 out of 10. Joe Butler's acting's a 10 out of 10, but he's singing yeah. like a 6 out of 10. And then you've got Patrick Wilson, who's a solid 8 out of 10 in both categories. Yeah, I like Whoa. that. Whoa. That's a good I reckon Patrick Wilson's though. probably like a 9 and a 9. Who? Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson, for sure. No, no, no. Tony, I'm going to to fix the nah. movie too, Tony. I'm going to to fix the movie. You need more Raul. Like, the movie's yes, more of a love saying. triangle. I feel like. Yeah, I know, right? That's the thing. I know how to fix that. Swap the roles. Wait, what? What? Make Patrick Wilson the Phantom. Because he's got that creepy No way. Nah. No, no, no. Yes, Something way. About, no, trust like, me. You need, that, you need that presence. Yeah, the you need like, like, roughness. Kind of thing. Patrick Wilson can be rough. He always plays villains and shit. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, this guy's a villain. Like, what's like? That's my whole vibe. The crappy haircut he carries through the whole movie. Too long. Doesn't the haircut. Did you just you say can't... about the haircut? Is that what you just said? Well, the the wig he's wearing. Oh, it's so fucked. The wig. I was like, yeah, it's that's gross. disgusting. Please make him at least attractive a little bit. What the hell? Yeah, I know. I thought because it's the first like act. I thought the Phantom was gonna like save her from him. Like this guy was gonna be like very like um, overprotect like. A bit too much for her. like I would love you. You're my property. Blah blah blah. 
And uh, it turns out, like, it was the other way around, actually. <laughs> the Phantom was trying to take her for a problem. No, the Phantom's a very interesting character. Um, it's tragic. Writer, it's you guys know who character. wrote this? Wrote the actual musical? This is um, based on the book. book. It, there's a dude that did Cats, right? What's his name? Yes. Andrew Web- Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's a creepy so, fucking guy. Like, he's a weird dude. Not creepy. He does he's look weird. weird. But, I, I think he's done a lot of acid in his time. I've just got a vibe. <laughs> well, this is... Uh, this is some of his notable works. You got Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, nineteen sixty eight. Jesus Christ Superstar, nineteen seventy. Yeah. Uh, Cats, nineteen eighty one. Phantom of the Opera, nineteen eighty six, and Sunset Boulevard, nineteen eighty three. And he did like the adaptation of School of Rock in twenty fifteen. Oh, but it's like some there like cool. Starlight Express or like and Eveta, but I don't know those ones too well. I'm, the, all, all the other ones I've heard. So this guy's like royalty of the actual musical genre, stage shows. Yeah. Um, and like he actually helped write this movie too. He wrote it with Joel Schumacher. That's probably so why it's on... kind of that bit more like true to the. Yeah, a true to the thing. Yeah. I was like, I was talked about it now, so I'm talking about it. But ugh, there's a time in the movie they really could have utilized the camera. You know how like there's a lot of push and pull internally with the Thanos when he sings and stuff. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm like, and he gets angry. He gets like, then he's all sweet again. Incelly. Yeah. yeah, it's like kind of like Two Face, <laughs> fucked up way. Um, but no, they could have like easily like had the camera like go go three sixty around his face while he's singing. Like have it like when he's singing like bad stuff, he's like got the evil side like showing, and then when he's like being nice and sweet to her, it's the good side. So have it, like yeah, rotate as I he's like singing. It. Yeah, just cool shit like that. Like nice concept. Not, nothing's too inspired. Everything's like a big wide shot or a close up of the love. And um, I was watching the stage show too. Christine in the stage show seems a lot more slutty, like a lot more into well, it. Yeah. But in the music, of, and, you know, the music of the night, which is the Joe Butler's, I think, his first big song. It's like a make yeah. or break scene, really. Um, Christine looks like she's drugged up in that. She thinks it's her father. So she's like, oh my God, I can see my dad. What? <laughs> which scene are you talking about? Do you know the music of the night when he takes her to his like, little dungeon? Well, his little hat. Well, his little the um, first time. Well, he's like, he, yeah, first time. Oh, it's like a twenty-minute like song. Singing isn't it? that, singing his song to her, the music of the night, and like she looks really like drugged up. Had you seen, I have needed you with me to serve me to sing for my music. My music. And she oh, sees yeah, and like Dave's kind of thing. Version? It's like, yeah. I don't know, it's like he's got a magical like force over her. It's weird. Mm. All right, so should we do a movie smoothie real quick? Let's do <laughs> I feel the movie like, smoothie. Yeah. So I was just thinking, I'll uh, introduce it. Let's do the movie smoothie, Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> I like some singing, some masks, some deception. What do you want, Tony? What? <laughs> I'm Wait, trying to order um, what I want. Uh, sing it, Tony. You have to sing it. I'm sorry. That's the rules now. Now that Shane sung it, sing. he's established you have to sing it. I'm not going to sing. I'm going to talk like Raul. I would like a mask and... <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> and a, a nice sword as well. 
uh, a horse, Beautiful a women. steed, I should say, and my childhood like, crush. Can I also get like a little toy monkey? I actually hate that fucking monkey. <laughs> why? Why that autumn? Why is that? Literally, said, you said like it's four got times. No actual like nice like oh, emotion to maybe, it. Maybe. What do you mean? He was, from when he was the a monkey in a freak. cage at one point. Yeah, like when he was a circus freak. Yeah, can I get some child abuse? Oh, some okay. grooming. Um, um, some musical theater. And some annoying musical producers as well who like yeah two Howard Zidlow ripoffs yeah yeah <laughs> all right blend that all right up. then sure um I actually didn't realize you were throwing me into doing the movie smoothie so let me get right to that boys let me just blend that up for you okay um so you guys always like give me shit for my fucking movie smoothies anyway anyway um. <laughs> We're about to now if you keep yeah, going. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> okay, so the scene sets in a, like, the movie starts in a moody vibe. They're having an auction at the old theatre where they're selling off items and it's, and it's like, a little throwback. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, hey Jordan. Um, what? Bef- yeah, do you know that's actually true to the musical as well? Like that the it starts off like show? that? Yeah, I didn't think there would be flashbacks in the stage show, but there is. Damn, it must be hard to do it. Do yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, flash Hello. forward, yeah, flash forward, flashback. Flash forward, okay. Yeah, like, these two old people are there, but they get introduced later, so shh, it's okay. Just, just chill. And, but anyway, they're um, looking to sell items from the theatre, including an old Don't chandelier. Don't so. oh, <laughs> and, and a little monkey thing. And uh, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a flashback to the past for both of them, so flashback. Very transition. Yep, transition, flashback. Um... Everyone's preparing for a new uh, show at the theatre, and uh, that's where we get introduced to our characters. So we get introduced to um, Christine Daae. So she's one of the, like a, she's just a background dancer, but a everyone discovers dancer. yeah they discover that she can sing because she takes over the role of Carlotta. Um, yeah. Oh well, the position of Carlotta, diva. another opera singer, diva. diva opera singer. Um, Madonna. But one day when they're being introduced to the new theatre owners, she spots a childhood love of hers named Raul. Raul. A rich philanthropist. He's a rich, rich, rich boy. And anyway, he finally notices her when she gets put into Carlotta's um, position during one of their main theatre shows and sings her little heart out. And she's crazy good at singing because there's this what angel of music that <laughs> tutored her to sing like a crazy baddie yeah um she crazy bad and she's under the impression that this like angel of music is her deceased father but it actually turns out to be <gasps> the phantom of the opera <laughs> turns so, out to be a freaky little kid that was in a cage yeah. that was rescued by madame giri basically like he's yeah this this creepy little dude that lives in the walls and um they pay him to not be silly in the theater but he'd be silly anyway and uh yeah, turns out crazy. Cool for them as well Oh yeah, any, uh, yeah. Okay, and he writes some musicals, whatever. Um, and he is actually in love with Christine. So once he reveals wait, wait, wait. himself to Christine one day and says, "I am your angel of music," he thinks it's all going to be how you're going, and they're going to fall in love. Uh, but he actually gets heartbroken when he realizes that Christine is truly in love with Raul. Raul, I can't yeah. say his name properly. Raul. Raul. Um. So from there, um. So it went, kinda, it went from. So what's worse, being in the friend zone or being in the dad zone? 
<laughs> the Phantom Zone. <laughs> <gasps> what the fuck? That, I hadn't no, actually thought of it like that. That's gross. Gross, yeah. 100%. Yeah, what the hell? So yeah, this like love triangle, unrequited love thing basically sends the Phantom into a spiral. He's heartbroken. He's murderous. He's vengeful and uh, ends up slowly picking off people that are working in the theatre as a means to basically force Christine to love him. And uh, he kidnaps her, but luckily she smooches him just in time to remind him that he's worthy of love and uh, he lets her go to be in love with Raul. I can't say his stupid name. Raul. Raul. She dies of like when she was like, what, 50, 60 or something? I couldn't look at the dates. Um, She lived a long life. Yeah, they live happily ever after she dies, and it's basically the movie ends with uh, elderly Raoul visiting her grave um, and rose. seeing that there's a single rose there left dun, by the phantom, the whose dun, dun, love dun, obviously dun, never dun, dun. ceased for her. The yes. end. She's still out very there. Very sweet. Roses are very symbolic of love. He leaves yep. multiple roses. He's a beautiful man. Uh, but yes. So, Tony, we talked about you talked about this briefly, but yes. How much influence did Joel Schumacher get by Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge? Because you're right, at the very None start. Of, uh, yeah, the same sort of sepia tones, and then it goes to the uh, colourful of the music, the music, um, the theatre. Oh, that was um, so I don't think good. I don't think it's Schumacher, though. I don't think it's Schumacher. I think it's the studio notes, I swear. It's like, no, it's make not, it more man. like this. I think they have, like, uh, carte blanche, whatever you call it. They can do whatever they want. Because I feel like if I was there, I'd be like, fuck, man, this thing feels like a musical. Can we just make this into a movie? But personally, I feel like yeah, yeah. a lot of choice could be made. But like the whole back that wanted, behind um, the scenes, you know the behind yeah. the scenes stuff and that and the jokes, like the people, oh, her voice is so annoying and let people like giving her shade, like the, the cleaners <laughs> and shit, like making fun of um, Carlotta, Carl- whatever her name is, Mini, Mini Driver. And that's not her singing voice. It's the only, I think, actress in this that doesn't actually sing. Yeah, how can you, you can't sing that good. But, well, like, it's her real speaking voice. So, yeah, it's very annoying. But she has yeah. a good – I think it's – if you're, like, a hardcore musical fan and, like, she's doing that, like, over-singing type annoying – that people in the theatre would absolutely love it. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's, like, a lot of, like, wink-wink at the audience. But no. I thought the first – I thought, like, I know it was, like, a dub-over kind of thing, but I literally thought she was a better singer than – what's her name? The whole time. Then – what's Christine. her name? Yeah. I loved her yeah, voice. I thought it was, like, just savvy yeah. and, like, more powerful and – yeah, it's poor powerful. That's the joke, though. Like, she's just supposed to be over the top. Like, just too much. It's not, like, overpowering. But, um, no, but, like, even behind the scenes, stuff, like, got the, like, little people and, like, all the, uh, the other people working there. Yeah, they're zany. Like, it's all zany and... um, All zany, that's right. They're trying to yeah, capture that they, moment of the behind the scenes. Do you think scenes. they wanted a contemporary song as well? Yeah, the sh- yeah, it's hard. Could you guys actually make out what they were singing half the time, too? I yeah, it's, I think it's the style... Of like opera, it's mm. like it's so hard for the actors to like it's hard to convey their emotions when they're trying to sing like that. You look more, mm. we watch more like Rouge, and you see Umu Gregor. He's like in the middle of a song, he'll like stop and smile or sigh. <sighs> like even in Greece, yeah. that happens too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have a little fun Movie with it, shit. little flourishes. That's true. But this, they just like look so serious. <sighs> like well, it is a pretty wide open focus mouth on their breathing so much. <laughs> yeah, and it feels well, too polished. That, yeah. In this movie. I don't think they would have um, sung live. I think it would have been pre-recorded. But they probably made, maybe, yeah, they maybe they did sing Yeah, but they're still going to try to sing it, though. They'd, the they'd be still singing it, Shane. Yeah. Have to. Would, oh, I wouldn't. I'll focus on how you look. But I think Jared Butler did the best of, like, 
using his the, the performance. Like you still see the character as he's singing, even though they even he's probably the worst singer of them all as well. <laughs> no, I, I think the there's a lot of emotion is- in his in his singing. Like yeah. when he's angry, like you can let's just get the uh, hottest chick award out of the way. Give it to Emmy, Emma. She's Rosen. a minor. Christine. She's a minor. No. She's eighteen. How old is yep. she? she was 18. seventeen <laughs> when she was filming this. Was yeah, it eighteen when it was released? <laughs> when Shane saw it. Oh yeah, well, God. she's old now. I think seventeen yeah. is fine, oh, right? Jesus. <laughs> if I, how old Being was I when two thousand four? I was like eleven years old, so that's fucked up on her behalf, really. <laughs> For being attractive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, she's older than me, so it's fine, right? It's not my fault they sexualize her anyway. Sure, bro. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, you should so, just wear a t-shirt that says, I love MILFs. So how good are you guys at math? Uh, uh, all my kids at school are doing algebra at the moment, so I want to say I'm good, but like it's been a struggle lately. I'm average. I'm good at my plus and minuses, but divide and multiply and pretty bad on. Work at the age... Of Jared Butler, right? So he was born oh. 1969. Well, how old is he now? <sighs> he is... How old is he now? 54? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how old was he in 2004? Mate. He was 20... 33? 34? <laughs> I think it was 35. Brother. It doesn't matter. 34, Brother. 35. And she's 17. So it's almost double the age. The two counterparts. Uh, it just shows I'd you love how. To what know a force. her thoughts on that. I'm just saying. Oh, wait. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't complain. This guy's like a beautiful man. Like, remember him on Tra- Dracula 2000? Like how starry he was. Yeah, he's he was? he's a hottie, but like they couldn't have picked anyone else that was like of a proper. Age no, but he has to, to be. I think older. she could sing. She, she could sing. That's mm. the big thing they're looking for. Because yeah. they probably and, cast Joe Butler first. Like, okay, this guy's a great actor, but. No, you would have cast for looks, bro. You got cast for looks. I think, um, yeah. What do you call it? Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't like Gerard Butler as yeah. the Phantom. I feel like that was definitely Joel Schumacher's choice. Yeah. Do you think it was Track the Two Thousand? I was like, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the Phantom. He was, he was like captivated by Gerard Butler. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> can <laughs> the you long believe hair, he we really slick that back? <laughs> he really went from being <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> to being in this like quite renowned movie, and there doing, are similar. Like, yeah, but this. Thing. Um, I'll tell you guys the budget and what it made, and I feel like so it was a seventy million dollar budget. What and it bombed? Yeah, it how bombed. much? Seventy million. It bombed locally. So, yeah, seventy million. It only made 50, 51, 51 million in the US, but the gross worldwide was one hundred fifty four million. Fuck. So worldwide saved it. Yeah, so Schumacher was Warner Bros, right, with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, right? Yeah. They gave him a second chance. Why? Was this Warner Bros production, was it? Yeah, this is Warner Bros too. He might have because had a, he pro- like a contract or something. Dude, after Chicago what? Tony, what? they just wanted to cash in on the like the musical's fad and like, okay, this guy, we've worked it before. He's No, don't he's say that. Don't extremely- say after Chicago. Say after Moulin Rouge, please. After Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah, yes. after Moulin Rouge. But like, anyway, they were... Probably like, okay, this guy's passionate. He seems to be into it. Like, why not give him a shot? We have a rapport. And, like, also, Andrew Lloyd Webber's, like, into it too. So, why not? I guess. Yeah, uh, well, after Batman and Robin Shane, Schumacher made one, two, three, four, five, six movies before Phantom of the Opera. So, maybe they Damn. all made a little bit of money. Yeah. All made a little bit of money and that got him back in their good graces. Yeah. And he bombed. And he made a number 23 after that in 2007. 
Then he never came back big. Oh, my God. Also- The number 23. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no. He never came back. <laughs> the first musical number, I feel like that dragged on a bit, too. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Oh, like, actually, I think it's what? the- What? Like, Shane, if you like the style of music, man, this movie doesn't drag at all. No. Like, if, you don't, if, it's not, if it's not your cup of tea, it drags bad. It drags. I can't believe you didn't like it. The I just feel like it was the like, like the opening the all, scene. The all no, seem like very the scene. But it just goes a bit too long. All meshed together. All the, yeah, that's all the, the theme, Tony. All, that's the theme. Like it has like yeah, a. Well, do, it's going to stand out more. Do, do, you, you're talking do, about like when they do, lift the do, chandelier do, for the first do, time, right? Like that's the first proper music sequence. No, I'm talking no. about no. But that's a, that's a great with the um the the phantoms theme, right? Oh my god! Yeah, he's got the best. That's iconic. Boots off, bro. Yeah. The what best part are you sting. talking about then? Can we come back to that? I was talking about the part when they're going through the stage and like they're it was setting mini up driver the, scene, tonight. Is it? Yes, mini driver. Like yeah. it just, yeah, and then she has like multiple, like multiple dances. She got set stuff. up by Schumacher for sure. What do you mean? Dude, she's like going for it, like overacting. That's the role, dude. I know, but I don't think, I don't buy it. I think she's what? probably the worst performer. In that's, this that's what's like on stage, I can guarantee it. On stage, they, they go that, that big. Yeah, they probably go bigger on stage. Like even I don't know if you guys know this either, but the makeup is way more gruesome on the stage version. Like insanely more gruesome. Like his lips are all bulbed up and stuff. Like he got stung by a bee. Like his half his face. Like his hair is way worse too. Like in this one, it's just yeah. like the little quarter section of his head. Yeah, I was like, relax, probably. dude. He's like talking about how he's like a disgusting yeah, carcass of a human being, and I'm like, just take a deep breath. <laughs> You've lost your mind. His hairline gets all fucked up too when his mask yeah. comes off. Yeah, it's That's cool. Funny. So yeah. thick and lush when he like when he's with his mask on. Well, as soon as it comes off, yeah, it gives me, um, <laughs> that's so true. It, it gives me uh, freak show vibes from um, Howard and Kumar go to White no, Castle. I was going to say cricket out of uh, Always Sunny, but they obviously <laughs> yeah. like do that. I can see that doing his face up. It's just that hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bad way to do it. Always wears a cloak, but no, what he's wearing like that mask. Like he's if I had favors. a burnt up face, could I wear that mask daily? Like out, out, like out at places. Not or would that stand out too much. It was white chain. You know how dirty I think we get if you were wearing that all the time. Oh, sh- should I go flesh color like McPoyle? Ew, yeah, flesh color. <laughs> flesh color would look <laughs> gross. <laughs> look worse. No. Like, like this uh, black would look sick. Yeah, I reckon the white's fine. But the thing is, you don't even notice. Like you just or camo. Like a- no, not camo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a Jeopardy. Uh, colors to make you cringe, and you're just like camo. <laughs> uh no. But yeah, you can see like the talent in the room with Emmy Rosen when she's dancing and she's singing. I was like, honestly, I was like, that's not her singing. Oh, I just thought the exact same thing. I was like, there's no and way. And it was her the whole fucking time. Yeah. But like, she was, she started singing at seven years old. To shows. get that good, you need yeah, to like, do it. Yeah, that's crazy. You need to vocalize, you need to do all this good shit. Does she still do that um, now, I wonder, or is it just mainly like Shameless is just it? So, what's this joke? I ate my at. That's the fucking mini driver says it. Yeah, we're, we're like yeah, which is complaining that, about so. the whole production. So that joke there, I feel like that joke would be a lot better on the stage, where she's like, "I hate my heart," like she's singing it in a weird way. Like, yeah, there's a couple of jokes that are meant for the stage. Like, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like another good wordplay one. It's like they're talking about note, 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 and like, what have you wrote? It's like, sorry, written. It's like, oh, that's pretty, pretty smart. Yeah. Where is she? You mean Carlotta? I mean Miss Di, where is she? Well, how should we know? I want an answer. I take it that you sent me this note. What's all this nonsense? Of course not. Don't look at us. She's not with you then. Of course not. We're in the dark. Monsieur, don't argue. 
Isn't this the letter you wrote? And what is it that we're meant to have wrote? Written. Angelo Weber, bro, he's a, he's a genius. Can we can we rewind and actually talk about like the proper opening scene, like with the chandelier? Because oh my god, the transition you're talking about when everything lights up and the color comes in. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, like talk about like the little like the little dark s- scene with the um auction as well. Like that was cool. I thought, I thought like, that was nice. That's a bad makeup. Bad makeup. Yeah, oh well. And, why, yeah. and that's super monkey again. Ugh. It, like, I don't like thinking this, about it. Is this it's the first too movie? slow as well? Is this the first movie where present day is black and white and it goes back in you time? Needed, it it's needed cool. narration. It needed narration. It needed that old dude, like, I know he sings a little bit about the, is this the monkey? Every, I wonder if it's still no, trying to. No, it, it was ne- perfect It needed like him that. saying, let me tell you a story of the Phantom or something like that. No like, way. Like <laughs> I think, like, the think silence and, that. like, the lack of color and stuff, it contrasted, sh- like, so well with yeah. that massive, like, Boom with the organ and the chandelier and the color and the gold and the deep reds and the bright lights and the grandeur and the music. That that fucking transition, oh my god. Like if I could just roll it they, up they into a ball and up. eat it. No, they could tighten shit. the movie up. What? That whole auction thing could have been half the time. Nah. Yeah. I think but it needed to be like kind of faithful it adaptation. To make you comfortable. Do you faithful know what I mean? guys. You know the friend, the hot friend. Like the the contemporary to Christmas, yes. yeah. Meg Geary. Uh, that's the character's name, Jennifer Olsen. But yeah, I got vibes from you, Jordan. I reckon she looks very much like you. Really? Yeah, because I feel Is like that- you have like big, beautiful eyes, Jordan. I reckon she has the same oh, sort of like, big eyes. Oh, nice. Stop it. You're yeah. so. Why don't you talk so to your cute. fiance like that? I don't I do. ever say that to Bay's fiance. I do. I say it all the time. Hey, Crystal. <laughs> got a fat ass girl. <laughs> Chris, yeah, yeah, Crystal's a bloody stunner. Crystal has gorgeous eyes too, legitness. Yeah, she does. She's beautiful. No, I'm just saying, like, she, but you got like the you got the cute eyes, uh, Jordan, where they like big, big <laughs> like big a goldfish, <laughs> like a goldfish, goldfish eyes. No, you don't. But no, like she has like beautiful eyes too. This chick. But um, no, I like the whole rapport they all have. Like this seems like a, like a nice family knit musical theater company. Yeah, and like, and, like it's like their little like sisters kind of thing, and she's like. What's up with you? You're crazy talking to this guy. But she, but like, so that that first performance, and you see Patrick Wilson, which we should give him a massive shout out. There's an underseen movie called Stretch. Joe Callahan directs Tony. Is that correct? What the fuck yeah, is I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but he. This is like one of his, like one of his solo movies. Like he's the star in it. Chris Pine does a good cameo, but um, he's like killing it in it. Like he carries the movie. He carries it. Yeah, he's big. He's big, big time. And this, like, you could tell, like, he's talented. Like, I haven't seen Insidious or actually, I think Shane, he's or... a he was a Broadway star too. Really, awesome. that's where he yeah. started. Yeah. Damn, super talented. It's awesome, mate. Yeah, I didn't know that. I only knew him from like that's probably why he was cast in like all these old timey movies. There's a movie called The Alamo, and he's like one of the main stars in that. But we've uh, it's very uh, yeah, you wouldn't have heard of it, Tony. It's got like Billy yeah. Bob Thornton. It bombed massively. It was cast in these roles, kind of like Corset Kate. Do you know that sort of treatment, how he just gets like the old timey 1800s, 1900 roles. Yeah. No, his best role for me is probably Watchmen. Kills that. Yeah, Watchmen. Role. But Stretch is good too, man. Like he's playing nah. like a bad. He's like a, almost like a diehard type guy. Like yeah. he's like he's back against the wall and shit always goes wrong for him. It's fun. Yeah, I feel like in this movie, check out Stretch. You buy him as a Prince Charming type? No, I don't. I thought he was a bad guy. But you can see him falling in love with Christine as she sings her ballad. Oh mate, beautiful. that is that's one of the best lines of the whole movie. He was bound to love you when he heard you sing. It's like such <laughs> a tragic line because yeah. he taught her how to sing. 
bro. It's creepy. I thought he was going to kind of have a, have a little twist where, like, it turned out, like, he wasn't that good because, like, the bit yeah. at the start where he's like, we're going to run away and whatever, she's like, no, I can't. Like, the angel of music is very strict and stuff, and he's like, whatever, the the horse yeah. is away or whatever. He, like, he really dismisses her. I was like, this yeah, is going to go somewhere. But it never really this did. Was a banger. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I don't know. Jordan, mm-hmm. what would you prefer? The bouquet of roses? Which he stole. Sorry, the bouquet of flowers, which he stole, or the single rose with the ribbon. Single rose. Well, so much more badass. Yeah, really. That's my Valentine's Day every year. I always get one rose for my wife. I don't. Well, you guys I, are so I, cheap. I, no, well, I used to get like a big bunch of like flowers, but I was like, nah. This and then you money. saw this movie. And a, ro- and a rose. Yeah, that's right. And a rose is just nice. You can just put it in like a. She's like hold it. She whatever she wants. But um, yeah, that reminds me, Shane. What was that? They had a really good pickup line. To a, when we were school kids, bro, what? I mean, you gave her. <laughs> I got so many, Shane. bro. It's so hard to keep count. No, but it was about a rose. Do you remember what it was, Shane? No, I can't remember. So pretty much, Shane had a mm-hmm. a fake <laughs> boy, Shane. flower, a fake a fake flower, like it was fake. Oh yeah, and it was yeah, like yeah. my my love will die when this rose does. <laughs> or something. And he gave it to a girl. Never like that. I just said like a real rose like dies. This rose will last forever. Like my love. Yes. <laughs> No, it's like morbid as Tony. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't know, it's morbid. Maybe I am the fan. Like Both are cringe, boys. Both are cringe. Both are cringe, for sure. I'm saying school <laughs> kids that don't find that cringe. Oh, yeah, like any like, year six, you yeah, girl year would six be like, damn, yeah. that's crazy. I'm yeah. like, I'm going keep it forever. Yeah, and they, they cheat on you because they think you're just dirt. Because some, no, someone else runs faster than you. Shane, you have a choice to be casted as Raul or the Phantom. Which which role are you taking? Well, I'm going to take the lead, of course. Which Raul. is Raul. <laughs> Bro, you literally get cucked out. Like he Raul does. was cucked like several he times was, in this during movie. the stage production. Yeah, when when yeah. they're on the stage, right? Bro, he's, and yeah, he's feeling her up like crazy, and he's just having to watch. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, well, I'll, obviously, I'll be trying to play the, the Phantom. The I'll Phantom be the titular character. Role. Yeah, the titular character, the Phantom. Way more um, meat on the bone as well. Like, he's very disturbed. What about he's you, like, Jordan? Yeah, I want to be a phantom too. I want to be fucked up. No, yeah, no, no. We're gonna be like gender typecast. You have to be a female, Jordan. I have to be a girl. Well, obviously she wants to be Christine. No, now based on what what Shane said, I want to be the bestie. Actually, if you you were if you were Christine, who would you pick, Jordan? The Phantom or Avril? Um, bruh, I don't know. The Phantom's just got too much baggage. (laughs) You, the Phantom, eh? You gonna put a a brown paper bag over his head. No, that's, I'm saying he's got too much baggage. I have to go with Raul, like so, because so like Jordan. the fandom's like he's a murderer. What the fuck? You and had a lights. wax figure of me. He killed for you in the dungeon. Wax figure? You mean sex doll? Coming on yeah, too strong, bro. Coming on too strong. Yeah, but he's so, obsessed. Oh, he has nothing to do but be obsessed with the, the mirrors. Like he's like obviously looking at himself, saying I'm a freak. Do you and think her voice? Do you think one of those mirrors went on to become the mirror in Harry Potter? No, wait, no. but this is not this is not magic. They're all shit. smashed up. This is a basically oh, 1906 bottle. Yeah, that I'm just one saying, he's like, up. look and see your dreams. Look and see your your greatest desire. It's pretty sad existence, yeah. really. Pretty sad yeah. existence. But Jordan, if you're to sleep with a phantom, would you tell him to like leave his mask on? <laughs> you can leave your hat on. <laughs> but would you would you tell him? I don't him know. To? Oh. That's rude. Bro, oh my god. What if he goes okay. to take it off? We tell him what, to stop. Okay, crazy shit, right? 
this girl, like a friend of mine, um, started dating this guy. E.G. herself. Okay, there was like several red, no, it's not me, several red flags <laughs> sure. at the start of the relationship. They only dated for like six months, right? But red flag number one is that during sex, he'd have to hit the vape to get a head spin what? and Damn. feel it more. <laughs> And then Damn, red flag number two, which is like glowing wow. neon red, was that he would put the pillow over her face so he didn't have to look at her. What? Uh, what this the fuck? This a piece of shit. You still have a lot of details. It sounds like something Quinn would do. <laughs> no. Wait, Quinn, uh, Quinn, Quinn, Quinn owns a vape. Quinn, Quinn a, Quinn's a gentleman. He'd never That's do that to up. me. Ever, ever, <laughs> it's ever. funny seeing his, like, you're just playing it back in your head. He's like, takes a vape. It puts a pillow up with her friend. Literally, like, down. it's such a, like, I just imagine him, like, mid-pump and, like, grabbing something off the fucking nightstand. Well, he clearly didn't it, like her. He was clearly just using her for sex, like, in the most poor way possible. Literally, like, I think so. Well, I feel sorry for your friend. Why did she, like, why did it last six months? She's just a too nice of a girl. Oh, no, I didn't. Good. Like, I don't even know if it lasted that long. Like, she broke it off mm. with him because she was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is crazy. After the first time, that would be enough. It's like, oh. it's over. <laughs> and his housemate that he lived with, like, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Door. Like, she she was a stripper, which was, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Like, she was really, really nice. But, mm. like, he'd always, like, she was never doing anything, but he would always be like, oh, we should hang out with my housemate yeah, today. We should hang out with my housemate. My housemate should come in here while we're, um, Hanging out, like cuddling on the bed, like she should come in and watch the movie with us and stuff like that. <sighs> yeah, and that she'd always be like, freak. "No, I, I'm cool out here, thanks though." And he'd be like, "No, come watch the movie." So sad. So every girl thinks they're Christine, right? They think that like every man wants them. They're like the Phantom looking after him, Raul looking after him. But no, in the real world, men are douchebags. You have to have some more self respect and not deal with that kind of shit. I would have fucking. I've never been treated like that in the bedroom, thank God. Like, <laughs> imagine that though. Like that. I feel like I was degraded like that or spit on or something. <laughs> it's like, uh, you love, would love, love that, that, bro. No, Shorty would love that. Shorty would love that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Gerald Butler, we get introduced to him, like, very shortly. So do you guys think he's just, like, doing the blue steel the whole time? Like, his face is just, like, automatic. I think like, that was a, that was Schumacher's doing. Okay, you Gerald, if you're, not, if you're not singing or talking, just pat your lips. Just be bit. sexy. Be just sexier, be more sex. <laughs> his face is just like locked in, like model, supermodel shit. Like he's walking the runway. Literally, he's, like, he's always like doing that scowl. Yeah, the scowl. Him. Which at the end, though, he is like he definitely stepped up his performance when the mask comes off. He kills it. Oh, uh, dude, the but, whole movie, he kills it. Well, like this, I was thinking too. This is when I googled when the like when this movie, like sorry, when the stage show was made because I I heard the electric guitar in like. Uh, the musical. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 80s. 80s so straight away. I'll put it in now like so people can hear it. He sang to me in dreams he came voice which calls to me and speaks my name And do I dream again for no Like, when was this map? I thought this was like a 40s musical. And so, like, found out it was like Andrew Lee Webber, blah, blah, blah. But it was 1986. Mm. I was like, holy shit. It's actually quite recent. Like, usually musicals like this. Like, it seems like old school, like, you know, 20s or 30s. Oh. It just lived on. Wait. Well, that's when the novel was written, right? The novel like was written, like, in like the 1906 20s? or 1912. 
Yeah, like or something around there. Yeah, because I saw the- that there was a movie of the Phantom of the Opera that was put out in like the forties. So obviously that's not a musical. Why did that never? No, that never. Well, this is adapted. To me. This is right. adapted musical. So there's only the true musical came out oh, in 1986 from I the genius. How weird that is. It is pretty weird, but like obviously the story's quite famous. I think it's a French story. Yeah, it's, like, it's, a weird... it's French vibes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like let's love triangle. But no, I think maybe the story's a lot more darker. I should do more research. I'm just presuming all this, but well, like surface level, if you describe the like the plot, like how we did in the movie smoothie, like minus the singing and stuff like that, it's it's like horror movie material. Oh like, yeah, I, he's I a love... stalker, vengeful lover that kills to... people yeah. around her. Like what? I'm gonna write this in my notes. I'm gonna wear this for the next Halloween slash dress up costume. Fuck yeah, that'd be such a good costume. Hell yeah, fucking oath. And like you can look sexy in it, like uh, <laughs> I keep thinking of Always Sunny when they Charlie dresses up as that. You're so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, what do you think about the uh, Gerald Butler? Do you think he's dreamier? Um, I think he impressed me two times in a row because what would he watch? Uh, Dracula two thousand. So much range, <laughs> like, so much range. Yeah, like he surprised me in that, and then this movie's like, whoa! He can he just plays vulnerable so well. Like you just feel for him the whole time. Like in that um the rooftop number with um. Yeah, it's snowing and Raul and Christine are singing to each other, and he's like there just listening. You Yo, can see like the pain in his eyes. Legit. And like, oh, what's she gonna say? Is she gonna deny him? Then she's like, oh no, like she loves him. When oh, um, you know, I think he him. cries at I think the I end. That one, one tear down his cheek. Yeah, you oh, actually feel so bad for him, and like for a second, like you do think, oh, maybe Christine's gonna choose him now, but then yeah, obviously not. Definitely. But yeah, you you do I've, actually feel for him. I feel like I was born in the wrong uh, century as well. I feel like if I was around, like, with corsets and shit, I'd be a lot more happier. Because it's like the regular fashion, wasn't it? People just wore corsets. Like, Where your did boobs that come always from? popping out of your yeah. top. So it's the, uh, the male so- people, the, the men who you design all the clothes, right? Do you like those little, that's like, shoe want, that's, things? That's what they wanted to see more cleavage. Yeah. Dude, back in the day in, like, aristocratic France, like, if you had your titties out, it was like, Normal. A good it was, thing. like, sexy. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, full nip. Uh, full nip. <laughs> yeah, get the nip <laughs> But, like, the French are notoriously horny. Like, it's insane. Ballad. Like, Australia's, like, laid back, and then French are horny. Americans <laughs> are stupid. Right? Nah. Actually, I love America. Like, America... I don't think people understand how much America's informed, like, our growing up, like... Their media is all over Australia. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Well, maybe because that's what I digest, but, yeah, America shits all over. It's Capitalism just, yeah. oh. did that. Yeah, I love America. I love their, I love their media. They, and they shit all over. Hamish and Andy, though, can't really beat that, even though Tony loves Beetlejuice and Hound Stern, don't you, Tony? I think he's funny, yeah. Do an impression of Beetlejuice, Tony. Come on, Beetle. <laughs> no. I'll be Howard Stern. Come on, Beetle. <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. Oh, <laughs> I was like really waiting for it. I was like excited. Have you seen? Have you seen it? Have you seen Jordan? No. What? Like, what are you talking about? It's like them doing Beetlejuice or something. Have you seen? No. We'll Google it after. It's hilarious. Like he's okay. a very he he's got a disability, um, yes. and they do exploit him a little bit, but a little he's bit like sort of every episode, yeah, extremely. But I think they grow to love. Like Howard grows to like love him. Like it's like oh, I feel <laughs> no. Bad for him, yeah. You don't Definitely. think so. What yeah, are you, is this always sunny? What are you talking about? No, this is Howard Stern, Beetlejuice. It's a radio it's program. real life. In America. Oh. Yeah, regardless. Let's go back to fashion. 
like corsets and stuff. But how flawless does everyone's skin look back then too? Like everyone, <laughs> what everyone, like, back in the day? The, Back, Back in the day, like, I feel like <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about like I think the look was pale, right? Like just yeah. white yeah, skin, just powdered the fuck out of their faces, man. Yeah, with arsenic though. Yeah. So none of their skin actually looked that nice, like, like because arsenic fucks with your skin really bad. Like a lot of them had like bits of flesh falling off and like their teeth falling out and stuff. So all those paintings you fuck? see look like the Phantom. Are eh? Definitely photoshopped, <laughs> like like really? photoshopped in quotations. Yeah, like, but like, and a smallpox used to really scar people as well. And small to- smallpox was like a pretty big thing back then. Same with syphilis. A lot of people looked hella fucked up, and it was kind of just normal with the white faces and the beauty marks mm. and the cupid lips and stuff like that. <laughs> That's heck. So, do you, wait, do you guys buy the romance of Raul or the Phantom? Or? I feel, I like, feel the like is more the in sexual love, yeah. chemistry between Christine and the Phantom are like ten out of ten. Yo, with Raul and Christine, it's just like oh, they like really like each other. They're, yeah, they're besties. No he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the sex appeal. Doesn't role. have the rules. Going up against Jerry. No rules. Going up against. I think because you can pan on Joe Butler. Like the way he just, just his posture sometimes. Like he's like, he's like chesty mm. out a little bit. Bro, he has a flawless skin about. as well. Like he, even though the mask under the mask is not so flawless, but he has flawless. Very. Oh, it's anyway. so funny if like he takes off his mask, he's only got like missing an eyebrow. Like that's the only thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a couple other things. Like it's still Don't burnt up me. a bit. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but like vain people would be like that. Though, Wait, isn't too. that off uh, Zoolander too? Yeah, 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 a little scratch off Hansel. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like a, <laughs> a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a cool mask. It's funny. Uh, yeah, but you guys like his layer too. It's like all the old props or whatever. And I thought yeah, it'd be a lot yeah, more cool. organ playing. There wasn't like enough. What? I like how that. You get, how much does he get paid a month? Twenty thousand francs or whatever it's called. Yeah, or what to be Literally. quiet. Yeah, to not be silly in the theatre. They pay him dollars so That's unrealistic. I feel like... And keep a box open for him too. But he I also like maintains the theatre too, That wouldn't Shane. last. Does he? Yes, he does work and shit. Yeah, he does work. He, uh, yeah, he writes, some, he writes some musicals. He Oh, does he? I thought he was just like a freak. Yeah, no, he helps him so out. He actually writes a musical, does he? Yeah, 100%. Wow. And what's Madame Geary's job? Like the chick that saved him. She's a choreographer. Oh, so she does dancing. Yeah, she's the So dancing. really, and why didn't they get together? she's the only French person and they live yeah, in no, France. Yeah, Well, what? it's Americanized. I'm surprised they didn't get together. I'd be a better, a better like, the sort of the same age. Literally. They're both, if, yeah, They're both, right. like, mentors as well. They're both mentor people. And, like, say if but she no, wasn't a good wants... singer, he could have made her, like, the best, like, stage play producer of all time. Like, it is kind of weird that, like, she is missing a dad and he fills that role, like, growing up. It's gross. You know I mean? like, it's weird. It's very weird. So I've got a good question for you guys. Okay. Would you ever date someone with the face mask like Gerald Butler? So like he's fa- underneath his face is always like burnt up or whatever, but he always wears a mask. Like he doesn't like, he's got self-confidence issues. Just Never like takes him. it off. Never takes it off. Or he does like when you're alone, but in the streets and stuff, blah, blah, blah. He just wants to leave it on. Or would you ever date someone with no teeth? <laughs> Can they put fake teeth? No, nah, he doesn't want. He just likes gummies. He likes gum. But the blowjobs would be excellent. <laughs> what, <laughs> brother? Would you My prefer to? What the fuck? No, no teeth. I don't think I'm not dating anyone. No teeth, mate. <laughs> so yes, the mask. Give me some mask. Alright, uh, John. What about yeah. you? I you against people with no teeth or not? I don't really would care prefer- either way. If I love them, I love them. I've had problems with my teeth in my life, and I've had problems with. Body confidence and would, you know, if I could, I'd wear a mask every day, you know, on certain occasions, I guess. So I'm not fussed either way. 
So what's what's worse, having like four teeth or no teeth? <laughs> and like it's all weirdly what? spaced as well. I I don't know if the person. I think you've been maybe watching too much Biddle Juice, bro. Literally, for sure. <laughs> maybe look, maybe no teeth because then because it, it's just harder for the person to smile. I feel like that would be worse. I feel like when they laugh, though, it would be kind of like messed up. It's scary. I'll tell you guys right now what saves the musical side of this is that Christine is like secretly a good rhyming word. Christine, Christine, this Christine, song is Christine, Christine. Mate. Oh, Christine, no, say, well. Christine. <laughs> There's heaps of words you can rhyme with it. No, you don't. <laughs> Why do they say <laughs> it so much? No, you need like um, it's a secretly Olivia. good word. Olivia is like a, a good, better name. No, it's not. Uh, Olivia's way harder to write than Christine. Ah, uh, any R word. Ah, uh, yeah, no, nah, I backed that up. Olivia would be easy. It's Olivia. Olivia. It's you Olivia. It's not away. It's not Olivia. It's Olivia. Olivia. <laughs> no, Christine's a lot better. Dude, Andrew Lloyd Webber's a genius, bro. He's not going to pick a word like Olivia. He's when he got Christine on the shelf for him to run. No, it's no. crazy good. He says like a hundred times, bro, and it's like Christine. Christine. Literally, anyone Christine. that I ever meet that's called Christine now is going to have a hard time. Like, well, I've been saying like Christine. Crystal, crystal, <laughs> you're so mystical. What you miss? That was Christine's so good. That was choice, bro. That was better than pristine. Anyway, so pretty much he's got squatting rights somehow. Like I don't know why they don't raid him and the just save rights. the twenty thousand. No, dude, he, he knows does. all the secret passageways and stuff. That's no, all he knows. Yeah, she knows. Madame Geary he's got all said that shit a lot for him. And everything. No, but he's all yeah, these traps as well. Well, that trap at the end where he ties with rope doesn't seem that elaborate, does it? <laughs> Literally, that was like he just yeah, threw like the rope over the fence <laughs> yeah. like a couple times. And it looked like, hella oh, like looked hella loose too. Yeah, it looked so like loose in those ropes. It's like <laughs> just <"Ugh."> wriggle. <laughs> it's hilarious. But no, no, no. The old chick, the you know how they go the flashbacks and shit. Madame Geary. Yeah. Yeah, the bad makeup. She's got like she had like better jeans than like Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson looks old as fuck in his makeup. He looks like a fucking gross old dude, and she looks still look pretty fine as hell. Actually, what's more effective, an old lady or an old man? What pulls at your heartstrings more? I don't know. I think old men. Yeah. Why? Nah. Why is that though? Because I remember nah, I was like at women. the shops once. I'm like afraid of like old people, if you guys didn't know that. You're afraid I of mean, old people? A little bit. Why? Like, if I look That's at, like, why you asked the teeth question, shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's maybe. Yeah, and you know when you lose your teeth, bro. Deep-seated fear. But I was like at the shops and we're like in line. This old lady is really, really nice. He's like, can I help come in front of you? I was like, yeah, of course. And she's like talking to me and stuff and sort of like her hands were hella wrinkly. And maybe it's just a reminder of my, my demise. Up in hints. She probably dropped hints that you should carry her groceries to her car. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was just freaked out. I was like, wanted to get the fuck out of it. But I was only oh, like my 18. hands are so weak. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like, I didn't really pay attention to people like that. I was like looking at her like, oh my God, look how frail she is. But you had your little headphones in, like your what? earbuds. No, I should have headbutted her and took all her groceries. You're being so mean. Are you you thinking of that scene from Drag Me to Hell where it's like the grandma and the grandma goes silent? Yes, that's probably why I got scarred. Yeah. Do you like that movie, John? Hey. That's a super cover movie for sure. Yeah, that's like one of the movies that scared me the most growing up. Bro, that was such a goofy movie. What? It was hella scary. Okay. There was um, Sam Remy. I love that guy. And that was like the first. We actually had cinema two, didn't we, Tony? Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it was awesome. definitely like it's one of those movies that have fun it, with itself, and it, and it stuck with me too. I remember like the uh, goat shadow, like the, oh, ugh, scary stuff. You tricked me, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that scary. Not that part. Actually, it was kind of scary. Just the voices. Mm. But Jordan, I know um, what you're talking about though, where they got like I love when musicals 
like tend to change their dialogue to like mu- a musical number. Right. Actually, I'm a big I'm a big fan of that. I like that. You when like sing that dialogue. I do like this not in this case for some reason, but I do like they have like a big conversation. It's the style of music, man. You can't just go filter a huge like vocal and then go back to like singing nor- like talking normal again. You know what I mean? It's not realistic. Tony, that yeah. was really crisp. True. It was pretty good. Oh, really? That was crisp. Did you yeah, vocalize so. before this? <laughs> I've been practicing. Uh, even his whole layer, right? He must be getting help from Madame Giri. Because, like, you know his stamp thing on his letters, like his wax thing? Yeah. Yeah, the skull. Like, the How skull. Is it, what like, is he eating down there? What's going on? Yeah. He might be eating He's rats. He's eating rats. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the same vibe. Dude, uh, when you were saying about the money before, like how much this money co- uh, this movie cost to make, I get it though because yeah, the set million. design, the, yeah, yeah, the costuming, and the costumes, money, yeah, so bussin. Like that solid, well, the, solidly would have to be at least half the budget. Just those two things alone, I reckon. The whole cave set is the best, uh, though. Obviously. Yeah, like the whole water, amazing. All the candles and shit. Pretty, pretty I think amazing. the snow scenes to me, everything that's outside of the snow looks the best. Oh yeah, me. yeah. Look, they're my yeah, favorite. The I think there's the contrast of colors, like the red really pops in that. Yeah, the masquerade scene. What about the part where um, Mini Driver gets practically like walk of shame, and she like gets she gets told that she's replaced. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's fucked up, man. Like she didn't really deserve that kind of treatment. She wasn't she that was bad a of a pr- person. She's a prima donna, mate. She deserved everything she got. But the, yeah, silly, but the silly opera man said to do it, so they have to do it. Otherwise, he'll burn the fucking theater down or something. Like, <laughs> you did hang a guy in front of a live audience, so it's, it's pretty literally serious. what the heck that scene, dude. I think what that the actually hell? happened in the theater show too. How good's that? Like, no, like not really hanging someone, but like have that like moment in the cinema. That, that would happen in the, about the theater to, production, right? To witness that. Yeah, like they're doing like a thing, and like I don't know. I mean, someone talking like theorizing because in the movie you can do it easier, like show him running up and down like the stage set, blah blah, blah above everyone. Yeah. But in the musical, well, do they actually see yeah. like they have like a little miniature set there where he runs they're like up a and dummy? Back. Yeah, they have like a dummy hanging from the ceiling. Right. I just, I'm just curious how they how they show that on stage compared to the movie. Right. I didn't yeah, that's that a tricky one. I should. They just utilize that. the actual stage stuff they have on there, right? Like the real shit. Because obviously there's yeah. like, that stuff's up in a real theater. But why wouldn't they just shine lights up there? Yeah. Maybe, why wouldn't yeah. they just hire another stagehand though? They only have one stagehand. Hire a couple more. They like, can just be like bounces. Uh, they all kill, the all dying, bro. I don't think they. Not, yeah, they only have one at a time. To work there. Can't afford it because they have to time. pay him fucking 20, 20 grand a month. Yeah, but and he, he is saying he is the stagehand as well. Yeah. yeah, technically he was too. I feel like that guy wasn't that too bad of a dude anyway. He was really thinking. He was just like telling the law. About the Phantom, like, pretty much talking him up, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. His character was weird. So I was thinking, like, he, maybe the Phantom was, like, more of an anti-hero type guy. Like, he killed, if he, he killed people song. who deserved it. Mm. He's definitely a bad guy. Anyway, do they end up refunding the tickets as well, or they have no rights to refund? No, nah, I mean, I mean unforeseen got a story circumstances. <laughs> do you really, like, like, but seriously, if you think about it in a normal, like, theatre show sense, the audience probably would have sat there and been like, ha, that's a weird bit to the play and just kept watching like that dangling body there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking like when you're looking at Patrick Wilson's character and you have his hair like that, you literally, to have hair like that, you have to straighten it and then curl your ends in sort of thing. What? He didn't curl his hair. What? Yeah, if you look at his hair, it's like straight and then like gets curly at the end. Like let's like, isn't that the most douchebag thing you can do? 
No, trust me. Not, not back in the day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would have had hair rollers for sure. <laughs> yeah, he had hair rollers, bro. They're very tips. His hair looked crazy. I, that was a bad choice. I think even the music, the stage version, he has better hair. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna have thing. to look it up for contrast, for context. Have a look at it. Yeah, I think as I said, the stage version, the Phantom's more freakier, Christine's more like sluttier, and Raul's <laughs> more beautiful. Like more like um. Why would yeah. you say that Christine's more sluttier? How old is her character is. actually supposed to be in the uh, play? Is she I don't think she's supposed to be seventeen. No? No, no, I think 20s. they just they just cut, they just struck gold when they got Emmy Rosa, Emma I, Rosa, whatever the fucking name is. I guess the beautiful Christine. God damn, Christine, Christine. Christine. Did you your favorite like scene, a- Tony? Is your favorite scene where the masquerade ball? You got like Batman Returns. Vibes. I love that. Oh, more yeah. labyrinth vibes. More that labyrinth so cool. vibes of that. Oh yeah. What do you mean? It's like the best time for the Phantom anyway. Like you actually wear your, re- your regular shit, and you can like still not stick out. No, my, I think my favorite scene is the uh, climax when all three are like bringing out their emotion. Please forgive me. I did it all for you and all for nothing. We had to turn back to the comrades and useless idiots. All our cries for help. No point in fighting. Like, no, in this masquerade scene, though, they have a really dungeon, good yeah. dance number. Like, get really, like, sexual. And then, like, Raul, the like, chases sexual, him down. Dude, the best sexual number is the um the flame song, the Don Juan yeah. number. That was the best. This is the most sexiest. The point of no return, that's it. That, that was probably the best number. Oh, yeah. I like that or, one. The that best was a sexual good one. number. The top kid's falling down too, like what? her shoulder straps. I didn't even notice. You that. notice that? Didn't you? No, oh, I didn't it's notice. Crazy. That. Yeah, no, I noticed that. I was like, oh yeah, like it's getting it. Let's talk about the Masquerade Ball because that's like my my favorite. It scene. is good. That's your favorite it scene. It is good because they have this big, fucking... big sword fight, right? That's what the climax. No, of the... The, I thought it was the biggest sword fight at the cemetery. But there was a mirror scene, which was pretty cool. Yes, he drops in and he's like, "I can beat oh, you." Oh, how good was tricks. that? Mm. And that must have been so hard to shoot as well, like without getting the camera in frame. Oh, that's true. I like how he uh, bests, Rahul bests the Phantom in fighting as well. That's a cool story touch. How, like, really, he's like a little bitch, the Phantom. You're talking yeah, about it in makes the cemetery him more incel him. What the hell's incel mean? What the fuck? Involuntary celibate. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's like, basi- like, it's basically like nerds that don't get any pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it's like, but it, and it's like it's always it's like incels always <laughs> so, have this mindset that like oh women aren't like how they used to be and women owe me sex and uh, basically yeah. like they don't put any like reflection on their own like behaviors pride, or attitudes. Yes. Yeah. It's everyone yeah. else's problem other than them and like the fact that they don't wear deodorant or 
Like yeah. <laughs> that's the media's fault too, though, or like it definitely TikToks. So oh, TikTok, hundred percent. Legit, it's just like honey trapping, whatever you call it. Like they're just girls there making honey noises and like faces and shit. What? Like well, my my feed does, but like let's say like your really feed. <laughs> Most of them do. All right, I'm just telling you now. Like it's it's very oversexualized. I was gonna and, like, say that the dudes like Andrew Tate and stuff like feed that attitude. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that as well. But like the tell you right now, most it's the money's there. That's the problem. There's money in acting like that for women. If women like degrade themselves and like show their cleavage and shit and dance around, there's money. It's be always made. been like that, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's still like that. But now it's just an easy way to do it now. It's on in like a comfort of your own home, which I'm jealous of because I'd love to do that shit. Do it. Do sell, it. Like, sell foot pics, bro. You reckon? Yeah, there'd be a market out there for you. I'm sure, you, and you your weird toes. Of, yeah. <laughs> because I think foot fetish shit. A lot of, yeah, but women don't pay for that shit. That's the difference. Yes, they do. Uh, so, yeah, you only get men. Nah, you only get men. No fucking Mate, way, think, bro. They get big women bucks. They get the big have bucks. Desires as well. Yeah, but they're not paying yeah, they, for it. Yes, they do. They, they can give. Who for pays free. more? All right, a year. Who makes? Who spends more money on like sex, men or women? I think Man, maybe the p- difference is that women like often prioritize like other things. Like they'll be like, "What should I do? <laughs> eat or fuel my porn yeah." The problem addiction? is men. Men are just <laughs> like one track, one track mind and just like need pussy. <laughs> the post nut clarity is bad. Yes. Yeah, no. We'll talk about post nut clarity. <laughs> um, do you guys think like there's a bit of Stockholm syndrome happening <laughs> what a between segue Christine <gasps> and the Phantom? Do you think like she's kind of like got Stockholm syndrome? A little nah, they, they have a history, Shane. She she taught him like she was the angel of the angel of music, right? Dude, I'm telling you right now, like she like, was into like, she, him. She, no, she's into him until he like loses. Raul his shows up. If, if Raul never showed up, man, they would have been together. No, it's when his Trust, temper no. is like triggered. He cock blocks himself. Yeah, well, because he gets angry. And shit. Like, well, <laughs> like I do. Well, no, I, obviously. What? No, I reckon if Raul would ever go in the picture, the Phantom would have closed that deal. That's valid. That's so valid. I do think I do think Christine did love the Phantom, even like even yeah, with the- him being like crazy and killing people. Like I think obviously, well, she, well for a long time she thought that it was her dad. Was her dad. So I'm sure like she yeah, loved it for owner. that degree. And then also like yeah. just as she got to know him, I'm sure like she probably felt like a bit of pity for him and loved him. Like, well, yeah, it's tragic. No one else did or yeah, I lo- something. I love the part just before like he get he takes her away, like at the masquerade ball. Raul's like taking a piss or whatever, and he comes back. He's like, his pants <laughs> up and she's like, "What the, f- what the fuck?" <laughs> and like, yeah, this is the first time. Sword. This is what he does. He wants to get his sword. That's what happens. He, no, he was he's doing his pants up and shit. He just took a piss. Oh, okay. I, bro, shit. really? I'm gonna rewatch that because I don't think that was. <laughs> I thought he was nah. adjusting his sword. He comes around the corner and he's like taking sword his, belt. He's put his dick back in his pants. Yeah, so I think they were waiting to okay. stake him out. Were they not? Like, I thought they were staking. No, out no, no, not this point. No, no. Mate, remember what they said? It's uh, it's an engagement, not a crime. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, because the Phantom forbid it, right? Or I can't remember what the Phantom did. They were afraid of him. But like, this is the first time in a movie. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of the game Cluedo. I you know no the Cluedo got like the, the butler. You know, there's like yeah, well, the Phantom did it. it there's like multiple Madame weapons Peacock. and shit. Well, it was Madame Geary. No, nah, there's plenty of uh, like weapons there. Like you could like there's a, a leaded pipe, blah blah blah. But there's a noose. In the in the in the ball game, I was like fucking hell. What the fuck? Who the hell's gonna like kill someone with a bit of rope? But in this, he actually uses it as a weapon. Pretty yeah. good. Oh, so Jared Butler did it. Jared it Butler did it. It was the Phantom with the rope in the dungeon. In the mirror room. In the yes. mirror room. 
We have another love triangle now because Raul's engaged. The Phantoms there looking sexy as hell. And Christine is a lucky girl because they're both. What do you think Patrick Wilson's attractive, Jordan? Is that is he the Raul guy? Raul. Raul. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, I couldn't see past the stupid like haircut he had, so I'm going to say no. He, he has a, he has a very up, nice voice. What is his name again? I'll look him up as like a normal person. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Nah, he's insidious. He's in um, Aquaman 2. Right? Great. Yeah. Massive Watchmen's what films, films obviously. The Conjuring. Wilson. Have you seen The Conjuring? Oh, I see the dad. He's put, no, he, he does the dad. He oh. plays like the, the other dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look. Yeah. Ghostbusters. He's, not my he's like the other brother. Ghostbuster. You know what? This he character. Looks like he plays football. American football. <laughs> he's a jack. His hairline does suck, which sucks for him. <laughs> but no, he's a, he's a massive movie star. <laughs> Okay, big dog. But, but I was just you, thinking, though. He never, I just he, never made it as, he, never, never, he never got to Joe Butler's position in Hollywood. Joe Butler was A-list. He's sort of stayed on the B-plus list. That's crazy. I just found a, I just thought a really good idea, too. If you took the actual character, Raul, like he's looking everything, and placed him in a live adaption of Frozen, the, his look of the character would be great as Hans. You know the bad guy in that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have heaps similar vibe, eh? Like he's supposed to be this nice romantic. That's why probably why I thought he might have been the bad guy. Maybe. Mm. Can I can I point out something to you guys? Yeah. Mm. Do you do you guys realize that like this movie is just the musical version of Twilight? (laughs) (laughs) And what? Yeah. Okay. Phantoms. Edward. Yeah, because he he likes the cold, enjoys nighttime, and then the rail is promising sunshine and warmth and freedom, and she's torn. It's a more accurate adaption because she picked the right person. All right. Which you think she should pick Wrong. Jacob, Shay? Jacob's the right guy. Is it, he's normal. He's, no, he's, he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? Oh, and they both have shitty haircuts at one point. <laughs> mm, that's true. <laughs> uh, Cracked out. But yeah, so pretty much this is says, says at the climax where like I think Are we going to talk maybe... about uh, the Phantom's origin story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Let's what's up with that? that? It's a very you intense, guys feel, brutal flashback. Do you, guys, do you guys feel for the kid in the cage uh, with a potato bag over his head? Yeah, it's pretty funny. To be honest, oh, I felt. Have you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Yes, I no, felt more fine. for CGI CGI animals in a cage than I did for this boy. That's the power yeah. of filmmaking. True. So watch Guardians of the Galaxy like Volume Three. Yeah, do it for the raccoon scenes. He's Just the best thing about it. Yeah, hundred percent. So sad. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they they've got to capture the capture that essence. What does what they do for this movie with the uh, the fans? Yeah, it's just probably I mean, show you how like cutthroat. He, that's why he's so like quick to anger yeah. and cause yeah. he's like abused as a little kid. He probably didn't know how to speak properly. Never and all, all the people that should be helping him are just laughing at his face. Yeah, exactly. I said the most insane thing too. Why wasn't like an adult there going, this is kind of fucked up? Just <laughs> 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 kid in the cage entertaining. Literally, us. no one intervened the whole time. And little girl had to intervene for fuck's sake. It wasn't even on purpose, was it? I can't remember what happened. What happened? She's like he in the killing, cage. He killed the um his his master, I guess. Yeah, but why? What what spurred that on? Because he was because being he was awful like... to him. What? Then why not do it sooner? Like why? I thought the little girl did he, something. He, and... he got his chance. He saw his chance. Yes. He took it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And the girl and Madame Geary saw it, right? Yeah, she was yeah, a she, she was a bystander, away. eyewitness, and was like, "Holy shit! Yeah. If I don't do something, he might kill me next." Okay, come on, come with me. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it'd be better if he was like, like you know how they had that that fight scene in the graveyard. 
Yeah. He better if like his moves are like more brutish. Like more not like so elegant. Like Raul, like make Raul like the real elegant, like trained swordsman, which is why he won. May have him like a clumsy buffoon with a sword because he's not like. I know. If I see those sword battles, uh, those swords, I always think of um the Princess Bride, and that's a really yes, good sword yes. battle. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. And they both go, I'm I'm left handed, no, I'm right handed, or whatever they do. Like yeah. I'm using my strong hand now. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, he's too OP in that. Man, he like. Outstrongs this fucking strong dude, outfights the fight dude, and outsmarts. No, the he only just beats the strong guy by using his wits. By like choke, yeah. you put him in chokehold. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but- everyone takes that moment to like the the poison, put the poison in front of you. Yeah, no. I like it. Um, you should do that with shot glasses, Tony, with water and vodka. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, we do that. What did I say? Yeah, the um, I love how you know how he beat the Royal beats the Phantom mm-hmm. in the sword battle, yeah. and like he yields. I really Hell thought yeah. the Phantom was going to get up and like attack him when he's when he like when he's not pacing him. But yeah. Yeah. I guess Phantom's a gentleman. Well, that's the thing, he's man. Like, yeah, you beat you beat me this time. Well, like he spared his life, and then he rode off with his girl. Like how how demoralizing is that <laughs> for the Phantom? Mr. your girl. Like he, he literally like he's on the ground getting fu- <laughs> got fucked up, and then he takes Christine on horseback away from him. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it's a ticking time bomb at that point. Literally, just tap yeah. out. Please tap out. <laughs> Then we got the um, Donjon, no yes. point of return, musical number, great number. And I'm putting, I'm, I want to put this quote in. We have all been blind, and yet the answer is staring us in the face. This could be the chance to ensnare our clever friend. We're listening, go on. We shall play his game, perform his work, but remember we hold the ace. For if... Miss Dye sings. He is certain to attend. We are certain the doors are barred. We are certain the police are there. We are certain they're armed. The curtain falls. His reign will end. Why does she rip off his mask right in the middle of the number? Because the she just wants to see what's under there. Curiosity kills but the cat. It ruins bro. his. Ruins his confidence, mate. It begins in flames. Okay. And what was that thing? The point of no return. So it was like. Taking the mask off was just like, what's under there? Like, there's no point in a return. She already, she already half seen it anyway. That's the thing, man. It's like that whole scene, like, as you say, like, we've said this multiple times, but how much energy he has, like, how much power he has, really. Like, you could just overpower you. That's just something, that's what's so sexy about him. Like, you don't mind if he, like, takes control, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I just think he's a good-looking guy. And it's funny as fuck, though. Uh, it's funny as fuck when Patrick Wilson's watching all this shit happening, and he has said he's cuck, getting cucked. But he has, like, yeah, a tear in his will. eye. Legit. Why is he got a tear in his eye for? Because she is kind of, like, She's into him. it. She's she's doing it, bro. She's like, she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm pretending to get the Phantom And the whole the crowd's loving back. it, too. It's like a beautiful duet, and they're really close. It's like, damn. Yeah, everyone's into like, it. But is he getting swept away by it, or is he like just like fuck? That's my girl. Yeah, in his head, he's like, yeah, we're making the best this like my girl. theater production ever right now, and she's like, mm, I hope someone. Do you think kills like? Do you think like five years later? Do you think like it comes up a conversation like, do you guys do you ever like the Phantom or what? Like, think he's like um something. He's like, jealous. Unsecure. Yeah, he's like, what's up yeah, with that? Yeah. That was so weird that time. Do you think he brings it up? Yeah. You, nah, like, I think he knows that. She still loves him. <laughs> well, like, the bit still, where like, she kisses him at the end. Yeah, she know he knows that Christine always ha- will have a love for him. Yeah, but not 
not the love of his life. He, yeah. Marvel is so. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, Just like Twilight. Yeah, very. You don't mention his face because he's very sensitive about it. Um, it's good. Uh, very good climax. We talked about it briefly with uh, the water. Him getting tied up. Um, best part where. He's like, I think what he say, like, choose me or else I kill your lover. Is that what he says, essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, and then she me. kisses him. Yeah, and then he knows, oh, you just chose Very him. powerful. Yeah. Cue the Huey Lewis music. That's the power of love. That kiss is so, it was so nice. And when, yeah, when he started it was crying romantic. at the end, oh, my God. I was like, mm. Christine, just stop being a bitch. Just be with him. Even though, like, obviously that's no not. No way. What? I was not rooting for them to be together. No. I was rooting for Raul. But you, like, you do feel I was bad for, the for him. Wait, do you, were you? So, yeah, the whole time. He was a murderer. <laughs> He's not a murderer. He's for love. The only person in the murderer is Raul. He's going to murder Christine's pussy later. That's all. That's the only thing. <laughs> <I'm talking about>. No. <laughs> Bro, there's Phantom some good. Gypped. The Phantom are... The Phantom made her. The Phantom groomed her since day one. Yeah, legit. Deserved legit. Her. No. That's, that's fucked up. Jordan, that's fucked up. Why do you agree with that? But I said no. Not when I heard like the, the groom bit, like he deserved her. There was that's groom weird. in there. That's what's fucked I'm up joking. about the story. I reckon it'd be better if they were the same age. Same age would be better. Maybe they're, like, they were like singing together like as kids or something. That'd be heaps better. That'd be weird though. That'd be weird too. Why? I don't know. To what this movie's, to what this movie's missing? What? One actor. Billy Zane. You put Billy Zane in this movie? <laughs> Any role? As a Phantom. This movie gets 10, <laughs> ten Actually, times he would probably be an awesome Phantom, hey. He did play the he Phantom. He would probably though. be a really good Phantom. Yeah, he, he played did. the purple he, yeah, he cladded. He did play the Phantom. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, purple the comic book Phantom. movie. The comic book movie, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Purple. Okay, yep. purple. And had, he had a ring as well, kind of like Christine's ring, that she gave back to yeah. fuck. Yeah, what the hell? Keep that shit. Sell it. Pawn it. Whatever. No. Is it a good ring, Jordan? I didn't like that ring. I reckon the gadget rings today, they're in style a lot better than that old Actually, tiny. I like that ring. It was... Well, uh, I can't remember what it Probably worth like. a lot. It's like a big oval, like, round ring. Like, heaps of diamonds. It's not that nah, good. Nah, like simple an was old granny would I like it. I like the simple ones. Edwards was better. It's all quitting that. Nah, that's <laughs> like, bro, it's literally a disco ball. How good is it in Twilight, New Moon is like, marry me. The ending... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so baller. Just so baller. Good ending. The, the ending and this one's better. Just the rose. Yes. So old man makeup at the grave. Uh he's very sad Christine's passed away. And then he sees the rose. He's still watching her. Maybe recently or like was it throughout her life? Like how yeah. is that? Legit, I gasped. <laughs> hey, when the rose yeah, was on good. the grave, I was like, no freaking way. How is he still alive? Because obviously he was way older. Do you think he was watching them? Do you think he was watching them? Yeah, still, like, he watched them have like hot, raunchy sex through their window often. Do you think he was like still sleeping with Christine? Oh, actually, what like, if there was, yeah, exactly. What what if there was an affair happening? Well, apparently she, there she is a sequel the side to, the whole time. there's a sequel to Phantom of the Opera, so it might reveal something. Yeah, reveal it. What, the years between? Yeah. Mate, which how much? I don't understand why, like there's no need for a sequel. Like I don't even know what the sequel would really... Like you know, what's, you know what was <laughs> really underwhelming about this movie was the whole setup with the chandelier. That like, was I think so maybe great. I think it was like very. I've always expected something very spectacular. I think if you want to see more bodies, version, you well, no, I thought. Like, I feel like the stage show version, right? I feel like having the chandelier fall. They must do it because they set it up in the musical. Like they try to sell it. I'm gonna having that fall, like seeing it fall, like maybe on wires or whatever. Like, oh, so amazing. 
But in this, I feel I, for some drops. reason I thought like maybe the lovers were going to die by the chandelier. Oh. Do you think glass breaks when the chandelier falls in the live play? Uh, I don't know. No. Yeah, because how will they replace they pro- that prop all the time? No, they, they, they replace it every time, every night. Be cool. What, replace maybe, the chandelier? No, maybe they just play the no, sound. No, it's the lights, like like the light globes. Well, yeah, they would do something. Yeah, well, they would probably make a lot of money. But I reckon that I reckon that would be definitely a cool thing to watch. I'd love to watch it. I told Crystal already. I was like, once this comes to Sydney, I'm going to get tickets. We're going to watch it. Oh, so the actual Broadway show. Ever. Yeah, hell yeah. That'd yeah, be so good. Yeah, it'd be heaps good. good. It'd be something Just so I can see have, you guys, um, have you guys seen Hamilton? That's a musical. I, yeah, it no, is a musical. again, my friend Kayla really it's loves Hamilton musical. as well. Tony, sing, sing the song if you like hip hop, like, if you like hip hop, you like musicals. It's the perfect thing for you. Tony, sing the song. He goes, he's is an actor, smacker, son what? of a bitch. When um Adam Burr introduces uh, Alexander Hamilton, how's that go? Oh, I should like that, dude. Line. I don't know. I, I really don't remember that. It's a musical um podcast. You can yeah. sing this part, Tony. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember what he says. We'll sing any line exact then. lines. Um, I'm not going away, my. Yeah. Wow. I'm not away Because I'm just like my country, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. I'm not going away my shot. Yeah. So that I'm was it. Doing. Even I know those yeah. words. All right. Disappointed. <laughs> I thought you were a massive fan of Hamilton. I well, I haven't seen it in like a year, maybe two years now, but I remember really enjoying it when I, when I did listen to it. Well, when I watched it. Christine. Christine. It's final thoughts, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, uh, Tony, who's going first? I'll go first. All right, so uh, Thanks sol- for that. solid, <laughs> solid movie. Um, I think the first watch was a bit half. I think he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, there's a lot of dialogue and story going over on song. But the second time I watched, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, you get the gist of it." Probably a bit over long. We could have tightened up the movie. Costumes really good. Costumes good. Um, Joe Butler's why the, definitely the best. Why didn't they make his costume more dirty and like? You know, ragged, the Phantoms. He always looks so because he's pristine. rich. He's getting paid yeah, twenty thousand francs. That's true. A fucking weak. He's going to take he lives a, in the, have the best sewer, threads. essentially. No, but he's got money coming in. To buy new shit. That's probably um, why he I, um has all that stuff downstairs. And like, you know how we were saying before, like, how does he eat and stuff? That's he probably has like some assistance or something. Hmm. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great tragic love story, which I really appreciate. Big problem with this movie is that you don't sing along with the movie. You don't sing the song because you can't. You can't even attempt to get that vocal range, you know? Like with Greece, you sing along with the songs. With Moulin Rouge, you can sing with the songs. You're the one that I want. You're the one I want. Yeah, it's not fun to sing with it. That's right. I think that's my big gripe with the movie. Joe Butler's definitely the shining star. Wow. 100%. I want to watch uh, P.S. I Love You Now, too. I want to watch him in like a serious yeah, It looks rom- sad. Rom-com. It looks hella sad. Yeah, I want to watch Hillary it. Hilary Swank can act. I was watching so a bit of like Million, Million Dollar Baby the other day. And-, and I was worried when this movie, too, I was like, oh, yeah, Gerard Butler, like Gerald, but his voice is going to be crap. But no, he surprised me how good he was. All right, so I'll uh, go next. We'll watch again. We'll watch again yeah, we'll with watch my again. wife. Yeah, I would love to watch this with Crystal, too. My wife's actually watching wife. it now. My wife's actually really? watching it right now, yeah. Did she like to see watching it? You might be picking up on the mic, potentially. I tried to show no. Quinn in that first bit, like where it goes from black and white to colour, and like first introduces like, like the organ shit? music. Yeah, literally, he was like, was that it? 
Was that like the, the cool <laughs> bit? And I was like, what? I suppose it's no. harder because we only saw like the tail end of the black and white scene. Like he didn't get to set it up like properly. Do you know what Your I mean? Like I was, I was sitting down and uh, ready to watch the black and white movie. Because you, you were bored. You were like bored. Like what the fuck's this movie? And then this happens like, oh. Yeah. And it's, it's really no. like such a shock to the senses. It lulled you. It lulled you to sleep. Yeah. I think, so is my final thoughts. Happy birthday, Nicole Loftus. I hope you appreciate the podcast. I hope we're not being too raunchy. Woo-hoo. I hope you have not too high expectations, but <laughs> love this movie. Love Gerald Butler. He's the star under the mask. Um, but the real star for the whole movie was Emma Rosen or Emmy Rosen. E-M-M-Y. How do you pronounce that? Who knows? Emmy. No, she can it's, sing. It's literally Emmy. Emmy. She can sing, but she can't act. She can act. She's beautiful. She's got a beautiful smile. Uh, the musical numbers, a bit bloated at times, but if you loved Fit of the Opera, like this was your favorite film, like favorite musical ever, you would love the film. That's what I think. I think it's a true, true adaption of the musical. So really you can't knock it at all because I, f- I feel like it does it justice, the source material of the musical. Yeah, I love all the side characters, Mimi Driver, Definitely does a lot with what she's got. Just a comic relief, essentially. The only one you like. Madame Geary, she's hot. Yeah, the rest are good. Patrick Wilson, shout out. Love you. Love you. Love your work. You're always good. Hate Patrick your haircut. Um, we'll watch again. Yeah, probably like in like a month, probably, because I want to watch it with Crystal. As I say, I was watching it and she's in the other room. And obviously, it's like operatic, like crazy high voices. And it is, yeah. if you're not paying attention be, to it, be annoying. it can. Yeah, it's like nails on a chalkboard in a weird way. You need to be like focused and swept away. And I feel like this movie does a good job of sweeping you in. It's time frame and uh, it's vibe. Very good vibe. All Tragic right. love story. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, my final thoughts. Thank you, Nicole, for this suggestion because it has literally changed my perspective on musical theatre. So that itself Damn. is commendable. Um and also just a fantastic movie. Like, genuinely, I love so many aspects of this movie. I love the cast. I love the stage. Um, what do you call it? What is it called? Stage setup. Performance. <laughs> yeah. Sets. I love the sets. Yeah, the sets, decoration. Yeah. The costuming, the music. I think it was shot really, really well, too. Like, maybe it wasn't as, like, dynamically shot as some other movies we've watched, but, like, I really, really liked how it was done anyway. Um, probably because there was already so much other stuff going on, it didn't have to be, like, astounding um, camera work. Yeah, I'm going to give it, like, a 9 out of 10, and it's definitely Damn. a rewatch for me. Um, and, yeah, thanks so much for thinking of recommending this movie to us on your birthday um, and yeah. hope it was a lovely day and hope you had a lovely uh, birthday as we yes. did have a lovely Sorry time for being watching this movie. a week late. Sorry it's a week late. <laughs> Blame Jordan. Blame me. I'm sorry. I'm unorganized. Better things to do. It was also my dad's birthday, so. And I had a feeling that you wanted to do it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And I had a feeling you wanted Jordan's voice on here because she's one of his beautiful voices. We're doing Jack and Jill for. We're doing Jack (laughs) and Jill for Jordan's father. His favorite movie. Really? I don't think that's anyone's favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) If you like, I can ask what his favorite movie is, and if if you want to do it, we can. 100%. Well, your, well, let's go into. Probably like Happy Gilmore pick. or something. <laughs> Jordan? Oh, cool. So you were close, so we end actually. The podcast, three clues for next episode. Jordan, your pick. Why would you spring it on me right now? All right. Do you want Tony to pick? 
Yeah, because I never, you never let me think about these movies. All right, Tony, you got one in the got one in the bank, Tony, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a franchise. Wait, movie. wait, is this gonna be a whole new theme? Can't be franchise. I am gonna yeah, ask well, my dad this, what his favorite movie. This would be this would be a guest theme. I think this would be pretty obvious. This would be pretty obvious. So. All right, what's the first clue? Uh, it's a franchise movie. Yep, plenty um, of franchises out there. Yes, the uh, the lead. The lead character is played by a Sir. Sir Ian McKellen, Sir Sean Connery. Lord of the Rings. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Um, Keep going. <laughs> well, you, you, you already named one of them. Um, <laughs> there's been many renditions of the character, and it's only played be, by British people. Yeah, so James Bond. Sherlock. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of the old the, ones. Yes, one of the old ones. Goldfinger? Goldfinger, yeah. That's it. Damn. Ooh, Goldfinger. Okay. My boy, my suavest. Yeah, actually, I was thinking to myself too. We've done, we've done a lot of 2000s and 90s movies know, recently. Bring it back. Bring yeah, it back. Wind it back. back. Okay, cool. To Goldfinger, evil dude wants dum, the dum, world dum, dum, dum. gold or something. Which will not gold and I gold the price of gold. Yes. So that is the theme oh. is franchise. Franchises. <laughs> oh, no, um, so no, there, the, the hottest girl in this movie, I think I mentioned her was Emma. Or Emmy. I can't think I keep mispronouncing her name. Emmy Rosen. If you are single. Oh, this is your Oscar. And you want to you like, date first? someone who's engaged, let me know. <laughs> what was that, Teddy? <laughs> the Shane, I want to do Oscars before movie clues. Oh, yeah. Oscar picks. Sorry. Doesn't matter. This is the musical. Uh, it's Butler. not the normal format. Oscar goes to Joe Oh, Butler my again. God. All right. My Two Oscar's going Oscar to. No, nah, mine's going to Emmy Rosen. Can I do costuming? Yeah, you can pick. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's it. Hundred percent. Costuming. Even though <laughs> the costumes don't make the actor, the actor makes the costume. Well, so I'm just saying they bloody the helped, you know. And Christine for that. How would you guys end the movie? So yeah, we kind of briefly touched on it. I'm gonna go. Um, there's another flashback scene. So they're about in their mid forties, Raul and Christine, and then one day the film knocks on the door, and he's like got like plastic surgery, so it looks like a good looking man. He looks like. Gerard it, Butler. It looks like Gerald Butler. <laughs> and Raul answers the door and he goes, what's going on? He's like, where's Christine? He's like, he's in the room. He's like, you can do whatever you want, but I'm watching. And that's wow. that. <laughs> what are you guys doing then? You go, Tony. You go, you go Jordan. No. Nah. Oh, I get, um, so instead of him, does he put the monkey at her gravestone? Yes. Yeah, what the fuck? No, what? Yeah. He does. No, he doesn't, does he? <laughs> so instead of putting the monkey what? there, he just smashes the monkey up. He's like, I hate this fucking thing. And he throws it in the trash. But that's not the Phantom's that's monkey. That's such a good, that's such yes. a good change. I like that one. That's how, that's how the movie should have ended. <laughs> yeah, but the Black Rose was a good ending. And it turned to colour. Damn. Jordan? Okay, my alternative ending is at the end when, like, he's got um Raul, Raul, <laughs> Raul tied up down in the dungeon and he's singing to Christine and he's like, choose me or I'll kill your lover and shit like that. When she like, when he realizes that she's not going to pick, like she's not going to say anything, he decides to like fuck up half of Raul's face. And then he's like, now, now you like will feel the pain that I felt. You won't experience the love that I don't experience kind of thing. Like he'll be like, you, you won't feel love the same as me. And then she still loves him anyway. He's got her face. He should have scarred her face. No, because what the fuck? Because like, <laughs> even though like Raúl's face is like messed up now, he'll realize that like Christine still loves him, and it's because he's just a normal dude and doesn't go around killing people. 
And that's why that's what makes the th- like Phantom realize like, wow, or my shit's actually, fucked up. I need therapy. I, yeah. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. No, like so you see, you like, see, um, the Phantom like leave Paris, whatever. He gets on a boat. He ends up in Gotham City. Oh my god! And you see him <laughs> find real? find a coin. You see him find a coin, and he's the new Two Face. No. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for the ending. I'm gonna wait for the ending, right? So this is what really happens. They're pretty much they haven't lived a happy life. Anyway, the Phantom comes back into life, but what he does, he like knocks out Raul, so he's out of the picture. Anyway, like it's like flash forwards like four hours, and she walks through the door, and the Phantom's there, but she he's dressed up as Raul, but like what he's done was cut off his face and like wore wow. it as a mask, and he's like, "Don't you love me, baby?" You know, and she's like freaking out because it's like her husband's cut off face is on his face. Uh, fuck you, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like Hannibal. Fucking starts yeah, lame shit. Yeah, it seems good. Actually, that's, that's off, like um, the best Midsummer. Escape Midsummer. Scene. Yeah, skin, skin the, the fool. That's Adam Warlock, bro. I actually like that character. True. People like saying Adam Warlock was like underused. But I reckon it was perfect. Uh, regardless, let's do the deadly puns. Our last segment, and then we're gonna end the podcast. Uh, so I'm gonna do. Um, so there's only a couple of death scenes in this. Yeah, I got one. I got yeah. two actually, but the same death. So he goes, Phantom obviously kills the stagehand. He's like, I'm afraid your stagehand left you hanging. Or he goes, I saw <laughs> you. Yeah, the other one's um, I saw your stagehand. He's just around the corner, just hanging around or something. Yeah, the first one's better. He shouldn't. Have yeah, I'm afraid one. your stagehand left you hanging. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, if it was like uh, you know how like people like to fluff their penises. Talk about, like, you know, when you die, you get an erection. Talk about hanging hard. Uh, okay. <laughs> what about when they, the guy gets beaten to death in the cage? <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah, make a pun with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like the kind guy's watching and he's like, hey, that's child's plea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jordan? I don't know. It can't really beat Tony's. Tony's is really good. What you guys are saying, there's not enough deaths. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Tony's, Tony's is pretty good. Well, how about, um, how was that for a cage fight or something? Yeah, that was better. <laughs> Damn, Tony's on, Tony's on one. <laughs> mm, I'm trying to think. Well, I'm going to do one with his fucked up face. That's like, me. I was trying to think about, like, like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, something about, like, the ugly truth. Like, they got to say something like, here's your ugly truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, like, the Gerard Butler rips movie. his mask off. <laughs> yeah, the ugly truth with Catherine Heigl, with fucking name is. P.S. I love you with uh, Jared Butler. <laughs> this is like peak sexy for Jared Butler. I feel like when he got older with all the stubble and shit. I don't know. I prefer him like when he's like the he's boyish getting looks. D- he gets more dirtier. Yeah. More manly. I prefer the boyish know. looks. Boyish I'm looks Scottish. of Jared Butler. Well, I don't know. He's, um, is he Scottish? Sure he is. The gruff. Gruffness he's got. Yeah. He's more manly, right. I guess. So I said the cage match. Tony said hanging hard. And what are you saying, Jordan? Oh, mask on up. <laughs> Fuck it, mask up. Yeah, that's good. That's good I like that. Up. Fuck it, mask, mask up. <laughs> yeah. Let's end it with that song. He and embraces it. Chase a chick. Never chase a bitch. Chase no bitch. Mask on. 